Hello, everybody, and welcome to another thrilling and exciting and incredible episode of High on Horror. I'm one of your hosts, Miles, and today I'm joined by Chris. What up? What up? And Josh, howdy doody. Hey, beautiful tombstoners, how you doing tonight? Back at it again with the white vans. Here Damn, Daniel. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. We're never letting it go, people. It's 2007, maybe? I can't remember how long ago that was. Quite some time ago. I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson was still alive when that was a thing. <laughs> I think it was in the 2010s, if I'm not mistaken, but... This movie would have been a lot better if it had some white bands in it. Not even going to lie. <laughs> more. Anything would have made this movie better. Anyway, yep. um, so mm-hmm. we're talking about the smash hit, completely <laughs> divisive film, Skinamarink. Brand new horror for everybody to listen to. And we all have opinions on it, and I feel like they sort of align. But first, what you boys do that was a little spoopy lately? Josh, please. Uh, to follow up from, uh, I think the release order of this is two episodes ago, I had watched The Babysitter on Netflix, and today I watched the sequel, The Babysitter Killer Queen, with the wonderful Jenna Ortega. And, uh, it was good, it was enjoyable, the kills are friggin' insane, and, uh, it's pretty funny. I think I like the first one better, just cause the, it's, uh, I kind of feel the way I felt about Happy Death Day to You. It was just like, all right, I feel like I kind of saw this already. But it was still funny, and it's always great to see Jenna Ortega. Have you guys seen this one? No. Yes. Yeah. I have. I like it. It's pretty good. It's the same exact feel, shot the same way, which I love. I love when a sequel feels like it's in the same universe. So it it was fun. It was a good time. Hell yeah. What'd you do, Chris? Well... I did a couple things. I read a little bit more in that malignant book, or it's not actually malignant, but (laughs) (laughs) it seems like it's malignant. Um, So I read a read a bit more in that. Um, I also I'm rocking a spooky shirt that Josh pointed out uh, from a brewery that I like called Angry Chair here in Tampa. It's got a Grim Reaper on it. I unearthed this in my closet. And I was like, this shirt needs some love. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Miles is wearing a spooky shirt, too. Killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm wearing a Four Nerds by Nerd shirt right now, but yesterday I wore my Friday the 13th Jason Lives t-shirt, and I fucking love it. Hell yeah. Um, I saw Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, <laughs> the only day it was in theaters. Yeah, so weird. Out of nowhere. I don't feel like it was advertised, but it was fucking everywhere. I don't know. I encountered three theaters that said they had it, and they actually didn't. So, I don't know. But I found one. And, of course, you could only see it in IMAX, so it was expensive as shit. On the IMAX screen? It was on an IMAX screen. That's honestly hilarious. (laughs) And you know what's really crazy? That theater was fucking packed. So many people went to see Winnie the Pooh. And, like... Winnie the Pooh's main killing move is he slaps the shit out of people. It's pretty funny. But, <laughs> I mean, the movie is exactly what it's supposed to be. So, as Josh always says, it's just a B-movie horror movie. But you can tell that the guy who plays Winnie the Pooh and the guy who plays Piglet, who are the bad guys, they're, like, expected to come in on this mark and kill somebody. 
and every time they intentionally didn't. So these bad actors had to scramble and like improv being afraid. <laughs> and you can tell every time. And it's so funny because like it just like Piglet moves super slow. So there's people running away, but then they're like, he's supposed to have caught up with me by now. So they just like start like waving their arms and saying the same lines <laughs> over and over again. It's hilarious. So if you like shitty B movies, it's a real fucking gem. But yeah, I'm upset that I spent so much money to fucking go see it. <laughs> Can you compare it to something quality-wise? Quality-wise, um, like the film quality. You know what's is crazy? it? A, is it a, that Nick Cage movie? Uh, yeah, probably. The, what's crazy? Willy's is Wonderland. The cinematography was gorgeous, and the score was incredible. And the acting <laughs> and plot and everything else was horrible. But this I was movie, like, how this is movie's the in contention. So good. This movie's in contention for best cinematography this year at the Oscars, folks. <laughs> it really was really, really well shot. Like really, really well shot. <laughs> But that man, was, like, was that scene, was such right? a like hilarious uh, review when you originally texted us that I was like, you're like it's exactly what you think it is, but the cinematography and score is amazing. <laughs> I was like, what? It had no business being as good as it was. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is wrong. Like you know, did this wrong, right? It's almost like a horror movie now, like a real one. No, it, was, it was fucking ridiculous. You gotta watch it. Yeah, I'm oh. hoping it's streaming somewhere soon. Oh, I did forget. I I did do one other spooky thing this weekend. Um, I watched that show, that Netflix show, you. Yeah. Uh, I finished the third season, and no spoilers, but it's got the dude who plays the douchebag in the Friday the 13th reboot. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and he's this, like, crazy alpha male self-help guru kind of guy in, like, this rich suburban town. And it's honestly hilarious. So that was that was the one other thing <laughs> that I did that there, was spooky. There's a show coming to HBO in April. That stars Elizabeth Olsen, beautiful Elizabeth Olsen. And she decides she wants to have an affair with Jesse Clemens. Clemens. Yeah. <laughs> the cop brother from <laughs> Antlers. And he looks horrible. <laughs> and I'm like, absolutely not. This premise is bullshit. She's like, I find you very attractive. Would you like to have an affair? I was like, what? what is this show? Every man's wet dream? Like, this isn't realistic. <laughs> Yeah, Jesse Plemons was good looking in Breaking Bad, and then like they did that El Camino show where they just thought we wouldn't notice that he was enormously yeah. fat in comparison. And he's married to Kirsten Dunst. Like it doesn't make any sense. They're paying some good cooks, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he's got that. Uh, what's the skinny dude from SNL? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. He's got the Pete Davidson penis. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's <laughs> got a rhino <laughs> cock. You don't know. <laughs> <sighs> well, and that's the dick report. <laughs> <laughs> the dick report. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into the movie that makes Paranormal Activity look like the Fast and Furious. Yeah. It's uh, dear. It's God. this is a real movie, guys. It's. The one positive note I have is it's a cool concept for a movie, and if it was filmed the way it is, it would be a great five-minute movie. I feel like the the other Shutter movies we've seen, except for the last one because we're recording these out of order, but so far all the ones we've watched have been like, yeah, this would have been great if this was twenty to forty minutes, yep, <laughs> not 
an hour and 45 minutes. This one takes the fucking cake. <laughs> this, this was horrendous. I was upset mostly because they never played a slowed down, creepy version of the Skinnamarink song. Right? <laughs> Missed opportunity. Like, come on, dude. It's like a creepy haunted house with children. Why would you not have that song playing? <laughs> this movie made me wish that I was blinded by my LASIK surgery twice. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of them. <laughs> oh, um, oh my God. Yeah, people say this movie's divisive, and I agree if the device they're talking about is the one they give people lobotomies with. <laughs> Yeah, I'm loving this. Keep them coming, buddy. I thought this movie was dog shit, people. This is not a movie. This is like a weird two-hour art installation that has no story. It's just imagery and a, I'll say it, a horrible grain filter put over the top of the video. That is only about a four second loop because you can see the same glitches in the screen happen in the exact same place over and over and over again to where it's all I could fixate on. (laughs) And it's so grainy, you can't see enough of the real image. This is not a movie for people with ADHD. Not at all. (laughs) You will watch nothingness in the dark margins of the screen for two hours. Don't worry, folks. You're not missing anything. <laughs> There's no substance behind the grain that could be distracting you. Like, this movie is nothing. It's just a bunch of weird shots over and over and over again. Some that are so dark that you don't even know what the fuck you're looking at. And once in a while, a kid talks. And once in a while, some sort of ghost demon talks. And that's it. For an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Have you ever sat in a pitch black room and let your imagination run wild? Well, that's what this movie is like, but less entertaining. <laughs> it's, that's true, though. That's what this fucking movie is. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe What the fuck? How is this getting talked about enough to where... Like, we were seeing advertisements for this. This is so fucking stupid. (laughs) Chris, what did you think of it? I feel like we've played (laughs) our hands a little bit. Yeah, so, like, I definitely fell asleep midway through this movie and woke up, and pretty much nothing had changed. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Same! same. I did it three times! (laughs) And so I just rolled through it, and... It did pick up a little bit towards the end. Like, I would say, like, three-fourths of the way through, it picked up. And then it slowed back down again for the ending. Which I was like, oh, my God, what? Like, I thought stuff was actually going to start happening now. Um, And it it really didn't. But uh, there were a few things I did like about this. But overall, yeah, this was a stinker. I mean, it was way, way too long. (laughs) And... Like, most of the time, you could not tell anything that was going on, which I appreciated what they were going for, but it, that's not for me, and I hope that's not a trend in horror. God, I hope so, too. The The characters aren't even characters. They're just, like, set pieces. They're you, like, never see these fucking children. 
literally, I'll tell you how boring and bad this movie is, is that there are two kids. I fell asleep three times. One of the times I woke up, there was only one kid. I don't know what happened to that second kid, but, but well, the exact same shit was happening as when I fell asleep. And I was just like, well, I'm not rewinding it. I'm losing enough of my own time as it is. So I thought it was interesting how they filmed it. It was a lot of shots from the ceiling or from the floor where like whatever the like quote unquote action. And that's a very liberal application of the word in this movie, but whatever action was in the shot was always in the, the background. And like, you'd always have some random shit in the foreground, like a toy or like a chair. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did, it did strike me that it was filmed very differently than anything else I had seen. And some of the shots were unnerving just because of the weird ass angles they were using. But again, that was only effective for so long, and that was like their one, that was the one trick. Okay. Well, and people only talked every like fucking 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like was, nothing was happening. The, the words were like, what was that? And then more, and, 10 more minutes. <laughs> and only sometimes were they subtitled. Like they're actual subtitles in the movie without having to like turn your subtitles on, but only sometimes when people talk, not all the time. Eventless is a generous explanation of the plot of this movie. It was negative events, meaning it took events from my life. I don't even remember my bar mitzvah anymore. <laughs> Slap that on the DVD box cover. <laughs> <laughs> so there were a few things that happened in this movie. So the opening of the movie... The kid falls down the stairs, and they say he got a concussion, but he's fine. So, But you don't see it. You don't see it. You just hear the <laughs> no. dad say that. And basically, so it's like, is it a demon, or is it this kid's brain being injured? So they wake up, and all the doors and windows of the house are gone. It's a pretty cool concept for a movie. Like, we could have made this into something interesting. But the way they showed the doors were missing was very silly. It would be like, door... No door. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that this is set in the 90s. This is set in like 1995. Two. 92. But it, it's filmed and even like the sound and like just the angles and the way certain like shots are just literally a black room where you could tell this was a studio and there's a door and there's like smoke on the ground. Like this is filmed like a low budget like 70s movie. I watched a horror movie once called, what the fuck was it called? Oh, it was called Deathbed, the Bed That Eats People. I want to do that on this show. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's real, <laughs> real bad. It's about this just like shack in the woods that's like built into a hill that has a bed in it. And you're like compelled to sleep in it and then it eats you. <laughs> and by eats you, I mean your body turns into foam and you get sucked into the bed. And it has the same type of, like, sound effects and, like, very <laughs> horrible lighting that this movie has. Made 40 years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was one cool scene about, I don't know, half an hour, 40 minutes into the movie. You guys might have missed it. Where they go into their parents' bedroom. And the they're like, look under, the demon's like, look under the bed. And it's from the little girl's perspective. So she looks under the bed. And when she comes up from the bed, her mom is sitting backwards on the bed. So you can't see her face. Did you guys see that part? Uh, no. I, yeah. 
Yeah, that, I did. There was not a single shot of this movie that I saw where the camera was following anybody. So this scene was actually pretty unnerving and creepy because it lingered on it and the girl was like, Mom? And it was it. what it does is it kind of ties in. She says something to the effect of, uh, your father and I, we still love each other, but we need to spend time apart. So they're like, it could be this kid's way of struggling with the fact his parents are getting a divorce. So between the concussion idea, the demon idea, and the divorce, it kind of all comes around to, like, the psyche of these kids is fucked up. But it's so unnerving and creepy at that moment that you think something like that is going to happen again in this movie, and it fucking doesn't. Nothing else is creepy happens in this movie. There's one scene where the little girl disappears and they show her face and her face is gone for like a second. And then that's it. That's it for movie. That's the whole movie right there. Yeah. Also, um, there's like multiple kind of weird conversations between the little boy and the demon. Um, and at one point you don't really see it but it's insinuated that the little boy gouges his eye out with a nail yeah um, stick a knife in your eye like or yeah, yeah knife and yeah the 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 911 call was very unsettling yeah cuz this is a very little kid yeah and he sounds like a very little kid i think he's supposed to be 4 yeah now that part was good i wish there was like more like I wanted this movie to be good. <laughs> I wanted like, <laughs> like the trailer looked creepy, but this movie's just nothing. Like yeah, the market. And you might be them. thinking, oh, Josh and Chris just didn't pay enough attention. They were falling asleep. It's not my fault. The movie was that bad. <laughs> like, and it was so bad to where I wasn't going to rewind it. It looks cool. They don't do anything with it. <laughs> yeah, the the marketing department for this film deserves. So much freaking credit for the sales of this movie. <laughs> like, if I had paid to see this, if I had saw this in theaters, I would have been fucking mad. <laughs> I like, already I was, was mad. I didn't pay to watch yeah. it, but I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. We're watching this on a free trial of Shudder <laughs> that three of us are sharing. <laughs> Algebra 2 is preferable to watching this garbage, like, if we're being real. i failed algebra too so yeah it's the nice things i have to say about the movie are i've never seen anything like it that's a check mark in a weird zone uh it does play tricks with your eyes like you think you're seeing things that you're not really seeing but it could be but it might not be there's a lot of that the voice is creepy the demon voice is creepy he takes the toilet away after a while and they have to shit in a bucket so that was unnerving in a way that somebody just took their toilet away. But like, there's a prolonged scene of them pouring and eating cereal that is unnecessary. All the royalty free cartoons that they put on were creepy as fuck. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I also actually liked the time jump at the end when it was like day 562 or 72 or something. Yeah, it didn't make any fucking sense. Well, I was like, holy shit, he's been keeping them there for that long. Like so the I actually, kept I looked in into perpetuity. those numbers. They show numbers randomly at some point. I forget what they are, but I looked into it and I watched videos of people analyzing this godforsaken movie. And uh, apparently, all the numbers that they display are like 
magical celestial numbers that have like meaning in various religions and stuff and they basically are all just like lost or demon or things of that nature no explanation that's just do your homework and maybe you'll enjoy this movie which is what every movie wants every moviegoer is like yeah you know what i want is to do homework to understand what happened in this fucking movie no <laughs> dumb movie there are scenes where everything is stuck to the walls and ceiling those could have been done much 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 better but it was at least oh something happened didn't impact the story at all all right i also feel like they just flipped the camera upside down yeah yeah pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. does anybody know what the they budget did. of this movie it was, was legos on the ground and a recorder but the tape was out of the recorder and like up in the air but it wasn't they just flipped it upside down and when like pulled that like they flipped the camera upside down and pulled the tape ribbon up with like a piece of fishing wire like this was not any brilliant filmmaking so this movie was made for fifteen thousand dollars and it's grossed two million dollars holy fuck so we're gonna get a skin of a rink too god i hope not the barinkening <laughs> <laughs> skin of a rink too electric boogaloo <laughs> they will just be the same movie but with events like that would be great yeah, well, this is. I think this is a Canadian movie too. It so is. So maybe we'll get an American remake that has like a, you know, some production to it. Like um. one character's head explodes in the middle <laughs> of the film. Because I would, if this movie was shot like Barbarian, I would have. They could have made something cool out of this. Yeah, I agree. It's it's just it's too like indie art house because the budget's so low. Like they, they just made something that was visually cool looking, to the best of their ability. But there's just no story at all to it. Like, it's so loose and abstract that it's just, like... Even the name. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, what what does Skinamarink have to do with this film? We didn't even get the song. This movie is just like the movie Gladiator. If Gladiator took place in pitch blackness and didn't have plot or good actors or anything in any way, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so, I mean, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, boys. I might be speaking out of pocket, but I think this might be the worst movie we've ever watched for High on Horror. Number one, Skinamarink. Number two, Lamageddon. Number three, Evil Bong. Am I wrong? I've never seen Evil Bong, so I can't (laughs) speak to that one. (laughs) Josh and I got super baked and watched on Tubi in our commercial breaks. Yeah, it was our 420 episode. Yeah, like our commercial (laughs) breaks were different lengths, so we just ended up both being stoned (laughs) watching a movie. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. It was great. This is the only time I ever talked about being high on microphone. And I have like no memory of anything we talk about <laughs> evil bong is people who smoke a bong and they get sucked into the bong and it's a, a strip club and the boobs have like little plastic teeth on them and then they like motorboat people to death and that's evil bong so <laughs> yep there are a couple of the pupper ma- puppet master puppets in the inside of the bong yep the ginger dead man's in there and tommy <laughs> chong is there trying to hide his boner with race cars the whole time and the main stripper has such horrendous like scars under her boobs from her boob job like distractingly horrendous so not a good movie but i think that's better than llamageddon and i think both of those movies are better than skin of marink 
No, Llamageddon's worse still. Did it hurt to watch Llamageddon? Because it hurt to watch this movie. Yeah, and now you know how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Llamageddon. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think this ranks over Lamageddon for me, but it's still just not a good movie, which is unfortunate because it had a cool concept. And I think it makes it more disappointing because it could have been really awesome. So yeah. maybe maybe we'll get a redemption version of this film that's actually has events. I don't know. I will say I fell down the stairs yesterday for real, for real. And the whole time I was falling, I thought to myself, well, at least I'm not watching Skin of a Ring. <laughs> All right, I'm out of jokes now. I re- <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so yeah, no, I yeah, I still hate Lamageddon more. But I mean, I also gave Lamageddon a zero. I refuse to rate it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so, so bad. I think it's going to take points from other movies we've watched. Like <laughs> negative points. Um, what are we rating this? By the way. Out of that little the little phone with the, the face on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. whatever those are called. I saw yeah. one of those at the Salvation Army the other day, and I was like, "Is that a skinnamarink? Is that what it's called?" Yeah, that, I totally had that thought while I was watching this movie. I was like, "Is is am I to assume that's what a skinnamarink is?" Oh, before I'm gonna... we before we move on, hold on. We have to talk about how the movie ended. The movie went on and on the whole time. There was an event. <laughs> it went on and on. There was an event. And then the end of the movie is just random images. And then the kid crawls across the ceiling. Well, the whole movie's random Well, no, but it's like more (laughs) random images. Then the kid crawls across the ceiling where all of his toys are. And then there's more random images. And then it shows a faceless face. And that is presumably the demon. That's what they, the, all of the analyses I've saw was that's supposed to be the demon. So this movie started continued and ended on a whimper but did you guys like were you like taken aback by the final image of the movie in any way like did it resonate no with you I, at all? yeah i was shocked when the words the end popped up on the screen because i was like what the fuck nothing happened <laughs> like the kid and the demon start talking they have literally like three back and forths in their dialogue and then it just says the end there was no they, they were still mid-conversation <laughs> didn't make any fucking sense um, yeah, I don't think I was, I mean, I was trying to make out if it was a face or if my eyes were playing tricks on me or not. Um, but yeah, no, nothing about the ending was <laughs> like, especially compelling. I would rather prep for a colonoscopy than watch this movie again. So whatever we're <laughs> wearing, it's a steaming pile of shit. Let's try and get out of Skinnamarink since there's so many in the movie. <laughs> They were everywhere. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it one skin of Marink out of out of five. It's a low one. It's about it's it's, yeah. it's a, just a one point flat. Like even consider considering inching lower, but I mean, Lamageddon got a nothing. That's less than zero. <laughs> I think zero is an option if you wanted to do that. But if you want to go with one, I understand. Yeah, I'll go with a point five. The fact that they it does look as cool as it does for fifteen thousand dollar budget that's that's pretty impressive, but it just has zero substance. Like if it was following these kids, even if it still had the grain on it and stuff, 
It would have been cool, and they could have done some cool stuff. But, like, they're just never, like, the center focus of the frame. Like, nothing ever has happened. Like, and there's not enough dialogue for a picture. Like, you could you could not focus in on your the physical traits of your characters. But for them to not be saying anything either. It's just like watching a two-hour-long music video, but the music video is just, like, ominous background music. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this movie really suffers from nothing happening. Like, atmospherically, it does a good job of being like, oh, something scary is going to happen, but there's just never a release of that tension. No. And, like, if if they had thrown us a bone, like, earlier on and then done something actually crazy in the third or fourth act, like, this movie would be exponentially better. I will give it that it has a cool concept and it has, it is a movie unlike any movie I have ever seen. So I will give it a point of skin and marink. Just one. It's not negative, even though it feels like it's negative. I was very upset that I watched it, but at least I watched it and I didn't die not knowing because the trailer made it look cool. And when you read the description, it sounds cool, but it is not cool. It is not good. It's a bad movie. One out of five skin of rings. Yeah. I agree. Skinamarink.com slash don't watch it. <laughs> Hashtag Skinamar don't. <laughs> well, folks, I really want to do an episode where we turn it on and we go, well, don't watch it. And that's our show, everyone. (laughs) This was the perfect opportunity to have done that. Mm. But, yep. So, don't let the advertising trick you. Don't watch this fucking movie. Um, But what you should do is go to our social media. uh, H on H pod, wherever you get your social media. I started posting pictures and retweeting cool stuff that we already, like, saw. Like, Dog Soldiers. Of course, I found one of those. And I was like, yes! Uh, so yeah, we're, I'm trying to make it more active because we aren't very active on it. So I'm trying to take the reins on that a little bit, see what I can do, but I don't have all the cool little pictures of us that Josh puts on. So Josh is better at this. And that's my story about that. You want to, I could just send them to you. No, I prefer, I prefer you to be the boss. That's fine. (laughs) Um, but I don't. <laughs> Josh, where my I do do- enough. Where my dogs at? <laughs> Josh, I don't know what you just drank, but it looked like you were drinking Dawn dish soap. That was water. <laughs> what is it? It just has like a. It has a top on it. It looks like Dawn. It still looks like Dawn dish. Mm. Oh, it's Poland water. It says okay. Poland Springs. <laughs> Anyway, uh, get yourselves some shirts. We could sell just plain black shirts and call them Skinamarink shirts. I think. Um, yeah. yeah, we're saving up for our trip to Vegas to go to Universal Studios Horror Nights. Yeah, so, but really we want you, that. the people, to pay for this. Yes, buy some <laughs> yeah. shirts. H on H pod dot threadless dot com. We have cooler shirts than this movie. I promise. Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Alrighty. Um, well, as for this short, action-packed episode of High on Horror, just remember, life is tough, so why not get High on Horror?